0: The name of our congregation, in one word, tells us something important about this religious community, what we hold in high value. As I said before, neshoba is the Choctaw word for wolf. When you think of this magnificent animal, what comes to mind besides the offerings that the children gave? Maybe a lone wolf, a full moon, a pack, Unitarian Universalism values interdependence. So a wolf, as our name, symbolizes our commitment to the community. Wolves are not only pack animals, but they also embody the spirit of freedom. The search for truth and meaning. They are totems of wisdom, intuition, determination, courage, and resilience. Our founding members were smart with the name choice for this congregation. Of course, on the shadow side of this symbol, we must be vigilant and mindful of the tendencies towards isolation, selfishness, dominance, and lack of trust. But when we are our best selves, when we work through our fears and trauma, we live into the beautiful values of this faith. As a living tradition, Unitarian Universalism centers the most precious value, love. And of course, from the center of love flows the values of interdependence, justice, equity, pluralism, generosity, and transformation. These are the new values that the UUA and Article II have identified specifically, still in process. At Neshoba, the PAC has the responsibility and the joy to be radically welcoming to folks looking to grow their spiritual identities and to folks who need a safe and generous circle of care. We grow together when we move at the speed of trust. And this is an essential practice, especially for and with our youngest pups. Faith formation and community care are why we are here. When we think of growth in our community, our church community, We often think of numerical growth, but equally important is our maturational growth. That is the expansion of our spiritual faithful lives. I have begun to take cues from folks like Robin Wall Kimmerer and Adrian Marie Brown, who challenge us to observe, listen and learn from the natural world so that we may grow in the spirit of interdependence. This kind of learning helps folks get in right relationship with change to build resilient and transformative communities. From our observations of the natural world, we gain wisdom that helps us to adapt our own ways of being to obtain harmony the principles of these emergent strategies include observing fractals which are patterns noticing adaptations and interdependent behaviors the collaborations and non-linear changes in the natural world and then these strategies that are developed from these noticings and observings open us up to revelation, transformative justice, and creating more possibilities. By finding ourselves in the web of life, we can move and flow with other beings. This work of noticing may help us to discover and change what has been missing or missed because of our busyness. and preoccupation with narrow, surface-level topics. And this kind of busyness or surface-level thing happens in churches everywhere. And Unitarian Universalism has a tendency towards this busyness and serves up a wide buffet of spiritual ideas that keeps us from diving deep into challenging religious examinations of our core values and what it means to be a person of faith or a person of non-faith and a person of interdependent community. But I believe we can get there together. I believe that we can be bold and spiritually deep people with a tested with and wrestled with faith that is wrought through the fires of intellectual, emotional, and spiritual practice. So what does it mean to be welcomed to this jungle of a faith community? I know our church community is vital for so many reasons. It is one of the few places multiple generations and multiple cultures can come together to learn from one another, to heal from our wounds with support from those we build relationships with, to figure out our place in the universe and how we might repair the hurts and harms that we humans do to each other, and to grieve the terrible realities where stuff happens beyond our control. Our faith as Unitarian Universalists is centered in community and relationship. And this is one of our greatest strengths through conversation, consensus, and the democratic process and covenant We are constantly evaluating our story in the context of the larger world and evolving our sense of faith as we all grow. The universalist side of our faith is what brings me the greatest sense of hope and belonging. Our universalist theology proclaims that all are worthy of love and we are held, as author Alexis Pauline Gum says, by a love too big to name. This is an awe-inspiring concept that makes me feel welcomed and encourages me to be a better person. Louis Fisher once said, universalists are often asked to tell where they stand the only true answer to give to this question is that we do not stand at all. We move. Our faith has us moving through the jungle of life, taking actions to challenge ourselves based upon our most holy values, to be good collaborators on this planet, and to engage in transformational justice. So what does it mean in the context of our church to do this work, to move through the jungle? Well, we begin with telling our stories that our souls are eager to tell. In the telling of our stories, we talk our way into knowing our gifts, our talents, our ministry, And while the telling of these stories is important, even more critical is the listening to them. From singular self-discovery, there is an invitation to come together to develop a shared vision of ministry. And this is an ongoing process. We don't do this once and then say, well, we're done. It is tricky being a Unitarian Universalist because we have no creeds, no one holy book from which to be inspired. So we have the extraordinary task to keep refining our mission. And each of us here has a ministry. And if you're new and don't realize this yet, Unitarian Universalism calls upon all souls to give worth to this faith. Each of us is vital, and this includes our children. Since our faith is covenantal, the promises we make here drive our actions. Each year we bless our children as they begin a new year of faith formation and religious exploration. It's not an empty or meaningless ritual. It is a reminder of one of the core aspects of our faith, that we believe in welcoming and supporting even our youngest and figuring out how to not only be good people with loving values, but how to exist in an often upside-down world. We support each other and our young people by being in relationship with them. We begin this work simply by learning their names and their stories. We do this ministry by asking questions on how best we can support one another by celebrating milestones and by actively participating and leading the way in the life of this church. We model and we engage. We adults lean into our ministry by witnessing and caring for each other, by being vulnerable, and by pushing up against our learning zones, our discomfort, to embrace change. In this jungle, we aspire to celebrate each who is brave enough to show themselves as they are, and we honor each for that gift. Reverend Jackie Lewis says of the church, show ourselves we must as whole, healed, repaired, reconciled, complete, because we exist together, splendid and delightful in a pantone of shades of white, beige, brown, and black, no longer conscribed by the gender binary of male and female, we sometimes defy category, We are a people we as a people show ourselves to be male, female, transgender, and two-spirited people. We are same gender-loving, straight, and bisexual. We are by design reverently and wonderfully made. And that's her quote. I probably would have added a couple other identifying characteristics, but you get the point. In this religious community, we can show ourselves no longer camouflaged in the jungle because we have found a welcoming haven. Adrienne Marie Brown says interdependence and decentralization are present in the room when the care is mutual. Vision is held by each person and people can speak their needs and be supported in having them met. To grow in spirit, one must be free to be themselves, and this can be done in a place with holy hospitality. Not that I often draw from scriptural writings, but I found a meaningful verse in Isaiah 43:19 that says, I am about to do a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. I take that to be an invitation to imagination to create and to make a way out of no way, to be radically welcoming, to meet people where they are and encourage them and us to growth. On the topic of hospitality, Tom Owen Towell writes In our congregations, cultural competency includes the practices of humility, listening, patience, graciousness, and the holiest of curiosity. Rather than asking a newcomer, what brings you here? How did you find us? What if we were to ask as the Tibetans used to do, and to what sublime tradition do you belong? Beyond welcoming is celebration. In our congregation, the practice of hospitality, of welcoming folks to the pack means addressing issues of inclusion, diversity, racism, transphobia, classism, ableism. And holy hospitality means doing the work with an eye towards progress, not perfection, to love each other and ourselves with a generosity of spirit and a willingness to change to balance our independence as a collection of lone wolves, to rise up as one voice, embracing the call of community to protect, to champion, to challenge, and to love the hell out of this world. May it be so, and amen.